Welcome to the Making Footprints, Not Blueprints podcast. My name is Andrew James Brown and I'm the minister of the Unitarian Church in Cambridge, UK. Knowing that full scope always eludes our grasp, that there is no finality of vision, that we have perceived nothing completely and that, therefore, tomorrow a new walk is a new walk, I hope that, on occasions, you'll find here a helpful liberal, religious and philosophical reflection that encourages you to journey through life, making footprints rather than blueprints. Welcome. A reply to an inquiring teenager. A short thought for the day offered to the Cambridge Unitarian Church as part of the Sunday service of Mindful Meditation. On Friday morning, under the featured post of this blog, namely my 2016 talk to the Sea of Faith conference at Leicester University called The Freedom to Be Tomorrow, What We Are Not Today, the following comment was posted. Quote, Hello, my name is Benedict and I'm a teenager. I'm establishing a personal belief system or religion for myself and I was wondering if you could say a blessing for me to become the first priest of my religion. I ask you because I would like to have a Unitarian bless me. Also, can you create a sacrament for me to follow in my religion? I confess that I've never been asked such a set of questions before, But since Benedict took the time and trouble to write, it seems only right and proper that I should also take the time and trouble to pen a serious reply. Without any evidence to the contrary, naturally, I assume that Benedict is a real person with genuine questions. So, hello, Benedict. My answers, reproduced here as a separate uh, post and podcast, of course, were written truly with him in mind. But as I do this, I'm acutely aware that there are many people in the world who think that the Unitarian tradition is today so flaky and vague that a free religious minister like me, connected with one of its churches, will either ignore or avoid answering the kind of questions Benedict asked or simply acquiesce, wholly uncritically, to the requests made. But as I hope to show you all, a serious, non-trivial set of responses can be made. And, Benedict, I hope they prove to be helpful to you in some fashion. As to whether my responses are felt by you to be cogent and persuasive, well, that is, of course, an entirely different matter. So here is my reply. Dear Benedict, Thank you for your comment and questions, which I've never been asked before in this way, but which, I take it, have in part been prompted by the basic subject of my long essay here, namely, the freedom to be tomorrow what we are not today. So firstly, let's take a look at the idea of establishing personal belief systems or religion. I think a key thing to grasp here is that belief systems and religion can never be created from scratch because we all inherit so much from our surrounding culture, which includes, of course, our immediate family and guardians, that we don't, and perhaps sometimes can't, notice is there. It's this wholly given background, the conditions and conditioning, that is essential to get anybody, everybody, going in the matter of living and thinking about existence and reality. 
there are a lovely couple of paragraphs in Wittgenstein's On Uncertainty that can help us see this truth a bit better. Quote, paragraph 143. I am told, for example, that someone climbed this mountain many years ago. Do I always inquire into the reliability of the teller of this story and whether the mountain did exist years ago? A child learns there are reliable and unreliable informants much later than it learns facts which are told it. It doesn't learn at all that the mountain has existed for a long time. That is, the question whether it is so doesn't arise at all. It swallows this consequence down, so to speak, together with what it learns. And paragraph 144. The child learns to believe a host of things, i.e. it learns to act according to these beliefs. Bit by bit there forms a system of what is believed, and in that system some things stand unshakably fast, and some are more or less liable to shift. What stands fast does so not because it is intrinsically obvious or convincing, it is rather held fast by what lies around it. Unquote. So in the light of Wittgenstein's words, I suppose I'm encouraging you to ask whether it might not be better for you to try, not to establish a new personal belief system or religion, but carefully and gratefully to begin to use the tools gifted to you by the religion, philosophy and culture into which you have been born in order slowly to nuance and more authentically shape your own ever more genuinely free way of being in the world. It is only by engaging in this slow, lifelong process that any of us can ever hope to see what should, perhaps, be kept from one's old inherited religious tradition or traditions, and what should, perhaps, be reinterpreted, changed, got rid of, abandoned, etc., for me, the key thing is not the creation of a new religion, but to develop the kind of wisdom that can help a person, like you and me, responsibly claim the freedom to be tomorrow, what we are not today. It's also perhaps helpful to consider here the possible etymologies of the word religion. The first is that the word derives from relegere, meaning something like to go through again as one critically reviews one's own thoughts or rereads a book. The second, and more popular opinion, is that the word religion derives from religare, which means to bind fast, in the sense of placing an obligation on or making a bond between humans and God, or humans and the gods. The third possibility, not often mentioned, is that it comes from religiens, meaning careful. It's the opposite of negligence, as in negligent. The religion of free religion would, I think, seem to be related more closely to the first and third of these possible etymologies, since they emphasise a free and responsible, i.e. careful, search for meaning and truth, rather than a binding fast to some pre-existing idea. But that's just a thought to ponder. It also seems important to think a little about the word priest. 
because within the free religious tradition to which the Unitarian movement belongs, there are no priests. As one of the great heroes of free religion, Ralph Waldo Emerson, once memorably put it, the task of free religion is to encourage the development in people of an attitude which dares to love God without mediator or veil. And, as I'm sure you know, the classic definition of a priest includes the idea that they function as mediators between humanity and God. This is why the Unitarian tradition has ministers and not priests. And so, as a minister myself, my role is simply to support people in their own free and responsible search for meaning and truth as they reread their inherited traditions carefully and critically so as to be able to claim, as free spirits, the freedom to be tomorrow what they are not today. And let me now turn to your request for a sacrament. The most famous definition of a sacrament derives from St Augustine, who called them outward and visible signs of inward and spiritual graces. And within Christianity, these sacraments were always very few, seven in the Roman Catholic tradition and two in the Protestant tradition. But in the Unitarian tradition, which comes out of the Radical Reformation, there has been a continual move away from the idea of there being any specific sacraments, because it began to develop the sense that everything is holy. A few years ago now, Peter Mayer wrote a song which, I think, lays this thought out rather beautifully. And you can find a link to a performance on YouTube by Peter Mayer of this, but I'll just read the lyric here. The song is called Holy Now. When I was a boy each week, on Sunday we would go to church, pay attention to the priest, and he would read the holy word and consecrate the holy bread, and everyone would kneel and bow. Today the only difference is everything is holy now. Everything, everything, everything is holy now. When I was in Sunday school, we would learn about the time Moses split the sea in two and Jesus made the water wine. And I remember feeling sad. Miracles don't happen still. And now I can't keep track because everything's a miracle. Everything, everything, everything a miracle. Wine from water is not so small but an even better magic trick is that anything is here at all. So the challenging thing becomes not to look for miracles, but finding where there isn't one. When holy water was rare, at best it barely wet my fingertips. Now I have to hold my breath like I'm swimming in a sea of it. It used to be our world, half there, heaven's second-rate hand-me-down. Now I walk it with a reverent air, because everything is holy now. Read a questioning child's face and say it's not a testament. That would be very hard to say. See another morning come and say it's not a sacrament. I tell you that it can't be done. This morning outside I stood. I saw a little red-winged bird shining like a burning bush and singing like a scripture verse. It made me want to bow my head. 
I remember when church let out, how things have changed since then. Everything is holy now. It used to be a world half there, heaven's second-rate hand-me-downs. Now I'm walking with a reverent air, because everything is holy now. And now, having said all of the above, although I can't, in all honesty, offer you a blessing to become the first priest of a new religion, nor give you a new sacrament, I can, with great pleasure, Offer a blessing for your courage in setting out to claim the freedom to be tomorrow what you are not today and become yourself, in time, a genuinely free spirit. It is the blessing with which I conclude every Sunday morning service. Go in peace, speak the truth, give thanks each day. Respect the earth and her creatures for they are alive like you. Care for your body, it is a wondrous gift. Live simply, be of service. Be guided by your faith and not your fear. Go lightly on your path. Walk in a sacred manner. Amen. And that brings us to the end of this edition of the Making Footprints, Not Blueprints podcast. So, farewell for now, and remember, tomorrow a new walk is a new walk. See you on the path.